Hey, now we got to start over. <laughs> Go for it. Sorry, man. I didn't. I, <laughs> I want to rep the brand. <laughs> Usually, um, your, your fault because you wore the shoes, man. Yeah. <laughs> Any other time, I'll. I would just like say, let's roll with it. But no, I got you. I just. All right. I, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Ready? Take two. Hey everybody, I am here with Jay and we are going to talk about having a solutions based bleh. Let me start. <laughs> See what I did? I opened up a can of worms. <laughs> I'll let you get your water. All right. Hey everybody, I am here with Jay Ocean and we're going to talk about having a solutions based mindset, which is so important um, to be successful in your career and your life really in anything that you want to go for, having that solutions-based mindset. So Jay, why don't you introduce yourself real quick? Hey everybody, uh, Zach, thanks for having me. My name is Jay Ocean. I am a uh, full-time uh, retail manager, uh, business professional, uh, husband, uh, father, uh, and just uh, overall uh, passionate about um, being having having gravitational optimism and what i like to define that as is that you you remain positive but you are also realistic uh, you don't have any visions of grandeur so hopefully we'll get to uh, discuss a little bit about that and how it can benefit everybody yeah i think the the first question on anyone's mind when you start talking about having a solutions-based mindset i think the first question that comes to my mind at least is well, who are you to tell me that I should stop complaining or that I shouldn't just focus on my problems? What have you been through in life that gives you the right to tell me that I should stay optimistic? So what do you got, Jay? Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, humans are all alike in that nature. Um, some are more controlled uh, and can handle those uh, feelings. But yeah, when we hear somebody pointing a finger and saying, you need to do this or you better do this because automatically our, we shift and, and we don't get into that warm, fuzzy area where we're gonna learn and absorb. Um, so I, I'd say that's the, the, the answer to your question is I'm nobody. Uh, that, I'm not the person to correct you, to um, tell you how to live your life or how to think, um, but I can show all of you um, and, and anybody every single day by living my beliefs and, and acting them out. Um, you know, I, I've uh, gone through some struggles. Everybody goes through them, uh, and some are more vocal about it than others. Um, I was a former substance abuser. Um, I didn't have a dollar to my name, um, and I ran ran around. My inner circle was uh, people who were stuck, and I became one of those people who was stuck. And it took a great many of years and a lot of education as far as consuming other people's mentalities, gaining perspective. It took closing my mouth and opening my ears and my eyes and really observing the world around me to understand that uh, for the most part, unless you are a human being who has a disadvantage that is physical, mental, chemical, and, and you are, you are barriered in ways that are beyond your control. It's all about mindset and it's all about how you see a situation. And if you decide to take action, once you see the situation for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like, I mean, you've got 
plenty of background to be able to talk about, you know, having a real life problem with substance abuse. Like that's a real problem. It's not a, um, you know, I've got an issue right now in my job that I've got paperwork or my boss wants something that's, that's real life. So, um, and I know I've, I've had those situations in my, my life as well, where, you know, everything from car accidents to house burning down to different, all kinds of different kinds of stuff. But, um, it seems to me that I've learned that it's when you deal with those major types of issues that you have this new outlook on life and this new positivity and optimism. What do you think it was for you that just flipped that switch and made you start to see life in that more optimistic way? It was, it, it was definitely, there's always going to be something, um, more, more reasons that you can count to be, that are negative, that are challenging, that are um, an obstacle in getting anywhere or having what you want or feeling the way that you want to feel. Um, and so I, that's what I was focused on. The people around me, that's what they were focused on. The music that I was listening to, it was driven by, you know, selfish, I'm going to do this and show you that and the, the you know the movies everything i'm a big a big believer in you are what you consume um so a, a key moment for me was just shutting off everything um it, it the world got very loud the inner voice my inner self got very loud um to combat combat that and i decided to you know put down the phone turn off the tv turn off the radio go on some walks, uh, do some exercising, uh, keep myself busy, get, a, get two jobs at the time, um, and get, take, some, take up some hobbies, and really just spend time with my inner voice and my spirituality and really mapping things out, listening to the world around me uh, without interference, without consuming any content or doing anything like that. And this was years ago before it got a little bit uh, easily accessible as it is today but it, you're still able to do it. And so that moment, switching off and, and really talking with myself and observing the world around me and, and using that as a sounding board, that was my aha moment. Um, I, I realized that things weren't so bad, that I started counting the things, the blessings, the things that I did have that I could do, that I was fortunate for, you know, running water, uh, lay, legs to get up out of bed and walk somewhere, um, clean, clean air to, to breathe. And, and it, life became just a lot more focused and clear at that moment. So that would be my, my suggestion. If you haven't tried that and you're facing some struggles is to, to tune it out and just really analyze yourself. And that I'll be honest, that can be scary for, for people. And if you haven't done it and you're, you're used to paneling, uh, you know, people's opinions and, and, and digesting that and then creating that, it can be very intimidating and almost scary if you shut all that off and just stay with yourself. But I would say it's almost like a roller coaster. If you've ever ridden one, strap yourself in, it'll go to the top slowly. And then you're, you're in until it stops. And it, that was beneficial for me. Yeah. So I'm hearing you basically touch to touch on three different principles. The first one that I'm hearing you say is self-reflection. You got to slow down, get in touch with yourself, listen, and really um, be honest with yourself about who you are and where you're at. Number two, the company you keep matters. The content you consume matters. So if you take in negativity, 
you're going to put out negativity. If you take in a solutions-based mindset, you're going to be more likely to put out solutions than just look for the problems or the negative in anything. And the third one that I'm hearing from you is, I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I can keep talking, man. We, we can get three, four, five, six, seven while we're at it. Yeah. Um, it, it's oh. to make, I think the third point might be to make the leap, right? And, yeah. and, and so a lot of people will, will see the path in the road, the fork in the road, the yeah. two directions you can go, and you'll sit there and stare at that fork because it's, in, it's indecision and you have to make a choice. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll be stuck. Decide. I think so. I'm going to say that's a fourth because I just remember my third, which was gratitude. How did I forget that? If you've got to be be grateful for what you've got. So many people. Um, I was just looking at this today. I read a quote that said, "You know, don't let desire for what you don't have choke out the pleasure of what you do have." Or in other words, you know, don't look at these things that other people have and and be and become ungrateful for what you do have. And I think when, like I said, you know. Um, I've had issues in my life. Like when I was in that car accident and I couldn't walk, it makes me grateful every day that I can stand up, um, just that I can stand up and it's a good day. Or my daughter, you know, she's four years old. Um, she was telling me just this weekend, she said, man, today's such a bad day. Well, she broke her arm. She had, you know, surgery on her ear for an infection. It was in the hospital for 30 days. And so I asked her, I said, is it as bad as the day you broke your arm? She goes, yeah, you know, really, I guess today isn't so bad. So just having that perspective and that gratitude of, of what you do have. But I think you're right. You've also got to make the decision, take the leap and, and just jump in. So let me ask you this. How do you, having this positive mindset and this solutions-based mindset, how do you deal with it when you're approached by people who just want to point out the problem or just here's, here's this, you know, here's the solution. And they're the first person to say, no, I don't like that. Or this isn't good enough. Or yeah, this happened, but this didn't, you know, and just that problem or negativity, how do you handle that? Um, I, I think that if you boil it down to one word, it's empathy. Yeah. And so three things. Um, I always listen. I always take time to listen. Even if right off the bat, I don't agree, or I know where this is going. I always take time to listen. Um, because you never know that that person may be ranting that same sentence off to a hundred people. And if you maybe a hundred people were busy, and I'll be that 101th person who's, who takes the time to look them in the eye, sit down, and, and give them an audience. So listen is number one. Uh, number two is understanding, um, putting myself in that person's shoes and really ask, asking questions for their quote-unquote complaints or their problems to try and really understand why they're feeling the way they're feeling to the point where they're expressing it with, with such conviction. Um, and then the third will be to ask them if they could take a moment to listen to my perspective. And I will, I will try and talk them through uh, what I would be doing in the same situation uh, and how I would approach it should that problem become mine this very instant. Yeah. And then, you know, just, just tell them it was great talking with them and, and, you know, if they ever need anything, I offer my door as being always open. And I've had very great response with that. Um, somebody did it for me for the first time years ago, and it just, it changed my entire world for somebody who took time to really be part of my life for a moment. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Like having the empathy and the other principle I'm pulling out of it is, is listening. 
um, and being able to have a conversation when someone approaches you with, you know, that negative mindset or, or a problem, it's, it's not writing them off or just saying, oh, that person's complaining. It's taking the time to say, hey, this person's got a legit issue. Let's figure out what's going on. Let's talk about it. Um, and I've learned that if you ask a lot of questions, usually the person has the solution to the, the problem that they're raising. The, the issue is, is a lot of times us, we look at it and say, oh, we're known as problem solvers or we're leaders or whatnot. We've got to have all the answers. And so we actually cut out the ability for that person to provide the solution because we immediately jump into solution mode or write them off mode because, you know, oh, here's one more person with a problem or whatnot. But if you just stop and ask the questions, hey, what's going on? Why is this a problem? Um, what do you think this is? What other problems is this causing? How would you solve it? If you had unlimited resources, what would you do about this? If you were me um, in my leadership position, how would you address this thing? And allowing that person to create the solution because then you didn't just come up with an answer. You actually helped that person to get a new mindset. You've helped them shift into that problem solver type of mode. Um, I think bringing problems is absolutely necessary. It's vital. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. There, and I think there's a difference between bringing a problem and being a complainer. Um, a complainer never wants to be a part of the solution. Or there's somebody who comes and says, this is the problem. Here's the solution, but I want nothing to do with it. You got to figure it out. So I think that's another distinction to make is uh, there's a difference between people who raise problems and people who just complain. So I know we've got to uh, wrap it up here, but any other thoughts you got about having a solutions-based mindset that you want to leave with the audience? Um, yeah, the, so exactly what you just said, key, key uh, moment right there is there is a difference. So if you are going to give somebody your time to listen and um, to entertain their problem, or if you're working on a problem, you have the same problem, um, don't become an enabler of visions of grandeur or delusions. And that is a key, key part, especially for people who ha have a team, uh, own a business, um, work for a company in, a, in any type of leadership or managerial capacity. Um, it is very critical that you support them as a human being and as a member of the organization, but not uh, encourage quote unquote, bad behavior or poisonous mentality or something that is going contrary to the goals that your organization, your company, yourself are trying to achieve. Yeah. And so that would, that would be, it's kind of a courageous conversation is what I like to call it. And sometimes those can be awkward. Sometimes those can be emotional. Um, sometimes they can take time out of a very busy schedule. And uh, my suggestion and recommendation, and this is something I practice on the, on the daily, is if you have to be late for something, if you have to cancel that meeting, if you have to tell them, hey, you know, sorry, um, I'll touch base with you in, in an hour and I'll let you know what's going on. Giving that person your time and attention is the most valuable thing you can do. It, it's not a, a good evaluation. It's not, you know, um, wishing them good luck. Like you said, throwing your hands up. It's your time and attention. And, and there's nothing in the world that can replace that. It's the most valuable thing. Well, Jay, thanks so much for coming on today. I appreciate it. Um, thanks everybody who, who watched and leave any comments, any feedback. Uh, this is the first one of these. So the hope is to keep them coming and, and get better, but I need your feedback to do so. And uh, have a good day. Keep thinking, raise the problems, but also be a part of the solution. Thanks. Later, everybody. Stay safe. Stay healthy.